Have you ever felt the frustration of waiting for your manifestations to come into your life, to move from thinking and energy into physical experience? Do you find yourself doubting your abilities because things seem to be taking way too long and so you end up pushing or working harder to try to create and get the results that you want, bringing energy into reality? Well, if you've ever felt confused, impatient and discouraged in your manifestation journey, you're going to love today's episode where we unlock some of the manifestation secrets that we share in our programs so you can speed up your manifestations, but also make the entire process much more enjoyable. You're listening to the Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast. Each week, we show you how to shift your energy so that you can step into the life that you were always meant to live. Our unique woo-woo that works method creates vibrational shifts so that you can uplevel your ability to manifest and tap into expanded states of consciousness for clear intuition and guidance. If you're ready to fulfill your purpose delivers your light by taking your spiritual practices and your wisdom off your mat and into everything you do, then keep listening and get ready to shine. And today we're exploring how you can play within time as you are manifesting in your life. Mm which is a fascinating one. So we're all going to become Time Lords. Oh, that sounds good. I've mm. always liked Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one of the things I know in my own, um, my own experience that really can trip me up when I'm wanting to create mm. something and when we're working with our groups in the generator field as part of our manifestation process, the thing that often will trip me up most is an expectation I have around time of when it should happen, when the result should show up. Yeah. And I think when that happens, there's some very simple things that we can do to start to change that experience and make our manifestation so much simpler and actually take the brakes off it. Mm, Time is such an incredible cage, isn't it, really? It's the whole sense of time in that role of you manifesting where there's judgments, where there's expectations, where there's doubt because it hasn't happened yet or it should have happened sooner or all these questions and things that come up purely from that understanding and that awareness of Mm. time. So time is... Time actually doesn't change. No. (laughs) And we're we're going with the whole idea that time exists (laughs) because we know in different dimensions and realities and when we're in Mm. in pure spirit form, there is no time. But in this 3D reality when we're creating, Mm. there is such a thing as time Mm. that we are uh, existing, living and creating within. Mm. And that time in and of itself doesn't change. It just continues to flow second to second, minute to minute to minute. So if that's the case, it's curious to think why is it sometimes things seem to take a long time and why do they happen quickly and why do we sometimes feel like think time is moving really slowly and other times it's zooming and it's suddenly whatever we're doing is over. Yeah. The key that makes the difference to our experience of time and how time is playing out in our lives is who we are within the experience of time. So time is immutable, potentially. Time is fixed. Time is unchanging. But the self that we are in the time is completely able to be adapted, to be shaped so that we can collaborate with time more effectively. Mm. 
And I think collaborating with time is such a key because usually when we're creating something, we see time as an external piece of the process or of our environment that often feels like it's in conflict Mm. with us. Mm. It's holding us back. It's taking longer and it's all that time's fault. (laughs) Pesky time. (laughs) But when we shift to an awareness and see time as part of the collaborative process in the same way we're collaborating with the energy field to create a particular experience or outcome, then our relationship with time changes. Mm -hmm. I think it is a real key to change that relationship you have with time because, of course, you are taught you know, there is day and there is night and there's never enough hours in the day to get everything done. And so you're having to continually attempt to manipulate. You're taught really to manipulate time so you can do more. There's even a thing, daylight saving, you know, where they turn back time so you've got more time, yet time is the same. It doesn't change. It's just our perception of it. And there's, again, that energy of time where, you are so in the moment, time just passes like that. And then, as you were saying before, there's those moments of time where you're so fixated on the clock, looking up there, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, look at it. It's racing forward or it's dragging incredibly slow. And the only thing that is common in all those different experiences of time is you. Mm. So take a moment, really, and just reflect on something you're wanting to create or you're in the process of wanting to have come into your experience and become aware of your relationship to time within it. Are you feeling frustrated that it hasn't happened yet? Are you expecting that it should have happened sooner than it has? If it hasn't happened according to the arbitrary time that you have Mm. allocated to it, are you starting to doubt yourself? Are you starting to wonder if it's going to work? Do you feel like you need to push and work harder and keep doing to get the result Mm. because the time hasn't shown up when the result is there? All of those ways of being and thinking come from our taught self. They come from a sense of us as separate and not collaborating with time, and they come from a place of lack and fear and doubt Mm. that it hasn't shown up yet and that means it's not going to or I got it wrong or it'll never work for me or fill in your own personal (sighs) discouraging statement (laughs) around you in that manifestation process there's always your interpretation of you within time and just as you're sharing that sense of you from the past that is now sort of creeping into this now moment to disrupt you I didn't work last time, it's not going to work this time, or I've got to try harder this time because of last time. You know, this is this is always comes back to this sense of you within time. So the opportunity is to change your relationship with time, to change your internal conversation and to change how you are viewing what is happening or not happening. So the switches 
that we've created as part of the intuition amplifier method, which switch you from a block with your intuition to opening you and amplifying your intuition, also are relevant for how we work with time. So there's six switches, uh, and we'll just talk through a couple of them mm-hmm. in today's podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go deeper, then the intuition amplifier method is a great way to do that. So the first switch to change your relationship with time is to switch from judgment to curiosity. So when we're judging ourselves in our relationship with time as we're creating something, we're judging where why it hasn't happened yet. We're possibly judging ourselves for maybe not having mm. done it mm. properly. We're potentially judging the universe for not having delivered on time. Whatever it might be, become curious about what are the judgments you hold about yourself and all the component pieces of the situation that are keeping you stuck and switch them instead for curiosity. So instead of saying to yourself, oh, it hasn't happened yet and oh, it possibly won't because mm. last time it didn't, you can feel the frequency of that. Instead say, isn't it curious that it hasn't happened yet? I wonder if there's a shift in me that I can make to allow the energy to flow differently. I wonder if it's just the timing is unfolding perfectly and it's just not ready to come into my experience yet. Mm. Wouldn't it be curious if, in fact, the perfect timing isn't today when I think I want it to be, but next week or even next month. Mm, Exactly. There's been so many occasions when exactly that has happened where um, once you begin to think, well, it should have happened now, that's all based on that old sense of self. I mean, you're beginning to create something new into your environment, into your future. And so, therefore, there is that sense of, well, both you and the universe and the one and the things that you want all coming together and all being in a synchronistic form. So that does take a little bit of time. And sometimes if something is out, if there's no curiosity, then you're just ignoring the whole flow of energy that you are. So it's really a great idea. If it hasn't happened yet, which you think it should, that's old you, become curious about, okay, now what? Is there anything else I need to do? Is it, Do I just need to be really comfortable and peaceful and patient in myself? Sometimes, yeah, that's about it. And just allow things to occur. And it's that key of trusting mm. and knowing that what you are doing You've done it properly, you've whatever properly might be. But you know, you've done you've done what you need to do. Mm. It's um, you know, I'm a I'll use lots of gardening analogies. I know over these various podcast episodes, because I'm a keen gardener, and I know in my veggie patch, you know, I've I've just planted some corn seedlings and they're a couple of inches high. Now it doesn't matter how much I want them to be producing beautiful corn cobs for us to have on the barbecue mm. within the next two weeks. That ain't going to happen because some things have an energy flow that is required for the manifestation to occur. Mm. So when we become curious about that, 
we not only take off the brakes, which could be slowing it down, but if it does have its own timing, when we take away the judgment and bring in curiosity instead, we experience more peace in the process of waiting, Mm. in the Mm. process of aligning with that continuing to unfold. Because if we keep coming in with judgment, which comes from doubt and lack and, and uh, um, you know, um, criticism of self very often, then what we're doing is we're mucking up the energy field that we've created. And instead of it being a clear energy of manifestation and creation, we're starting to throw discordant frequencies into that beautiful harmony. And that will slow things down if not stop it in its tracks. Mm, mm. So moving from judgment to curiosity for me is always the simplest and fastest and I think possibly one of the most powerful ways to collaborate differently with time. Mm. The second one, which is linked to that very much, is moving from doubt to trust. Mm. And they're connected because If we start to doubt that it's going to happen, that we've done it properly, that I as if I would be lucky enough for that to happen to me, whatever our internal doubting, um, lack of worthiness conversation is, that's an energy field that keeps us stuck in the very thing we don't want. So you want to shift even without having proof or evidence to trust so that you can say, all right, I haven't seen it happen yet, but I trust and I know that it is going to. I haven't seen the sunrise yet, but I trust and I know that every morning that's what happens. You want to have that same sense of certainty in the absence of any proof because that's a very powerful, clear field that allows things to rise up and bubble up into form from the possible, uh, the, the field of possibility and or and full potential. Mm. And it's, it actually leads me on to that next one there, which is separation and collaboration. And that if um, you begin to focus in the doubt, if you begin to focus in that space of judgment, you're actually separating yourself from the energy that you wanted to create in the first place. And so regardless of thinking it hasn't happened yet, start to think about and feel and sense it happening. Be in the moment of creating what it is that you want. Start to collaborate with the energy that you want to create now. That's that's the whole purpose why you began it and thought it in the first place. The energy of collaboration is you trusting you, is you allowing you. It is all the things we've been talking about and you're collaborating with that whole energy of you. So get rid of you separating yourself and in being stuck in your doubt, get into the collaboration. And actually that makes me think, and this is a different switch to uh, one that we might use in intuition, but in manifesting, it's moving from the thought self, the, the thinking way of being, which is I'm waiting to experience the thing I'm creating and because that will make me feel a particular way, we shift from waiting to being. Mm. So in the interim, while you are in process of that thing coming into your physical 3D experience, 
you want to be being and embodying whatever the feeling is that you believe it will give you. Mm. Mm. So for my corn on the cob, mm. I don't know if it's going to make it happen any faster, but when I look at those corn plants, actually I'm going to play, play with this, mm. when I look at those corn seedlings in my veggie patch, I'm going to stand and feel and taste the juiciness of biting into a sweet homegrown corn on the cob. Mm, sounds good. I'm not going to wait until they're ready to be picked. I'm going to experience that now. And that moves you from waiting to being. Mm, mm. So play with these things. One of the um, lovely things that we share in our programs when um, taking kind of relaxing back and taking that pressure off time when we're manifesting. Mm. There's a lovely analogy uh, shared by James Clear in his book Atomic Habits, and he talks about the, he uses the analogy of the ice cube, and the analogy of the ice cube goes like this. He says, imagine you're sitting at a table and there's an ice cube sitting on a plate in front of you, and the temperature in the room is 26 degrees Fahrenheit. So about minus three Celsius. And you're sitting and the temperature in the room is consistent and you really want to melt that ice cube. And so you turn up the temperature a degree and you intently watch the ice cube and nothing happens. And so you turn up the degree one more and you watch the ice cube and nothing happens. And then you turn it up to 29 degrees. And still nothing is happening. You're putting in all this effort, all of this energy, all of this focus, and that ice cube just seems completely oblivious to you and it's not moving at all. It's not melting. 30 degrees, still nothing happens. 31 degrees, that ice cube will still look like nothing is happening. And then suddenly when the temperature is raised to 32 degrees or zero Celsius, you'll see the ice cube begin to melt. How can it be that you've only added one more degree and suddenly you see a shift? Well, it's because that energy was accumulating. Mm. But it took until you got to 32 degrees or zero Celsius for it to actually start to show up in your 3D awareness. Now imagine in that analogy, if it had got to 30 degrees, so you'd gone from 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, nothing was happening, you go, oh, forget it. Mm. It's never going to happen. Mm. Typical, and you throw out the ice cube. You only had an extra couple of degrees to go to start to see your intention manifest. Mm. So be aware that often what will happen is where we are generating the field, we're being the self that is ready to receive what we want to create and what we want to experience. And there can be a time lag until that energy has built sufficiently for it to come into our experience and our awareness. And while it's true that sometimes just thinking of something, it will show up, that does happen. For most things in our human physical 3D world, there is a bit of a time lag. Hmm. So don't resist that. Accept it and just know that what you're seeing, if you're not seeing anything, is perhaps it's just another degree having gone up, another degree having been added until, in fact, 
the ice cube begins to melt until the very thing you've been seeking and wanting to manifest is there for you until we're chomping into those or not cold. <laughs> so the invitation for this is to shift your relationship with time. See time as your collaborator. Make it your friend. Change you in relationship to time as you're manifesting. And notice not only how much more quickly things can start to show up, but also how much more enjoyable the manifestation journey is Mm. because you're living from a place of wholeness in every moment rather than trying to fill a hole, which will never work. You'll just create more holes to be filled. So time and wholeness and you in the creation space become a beautiful dance of fulfilment and joy. So be sure to join us in our next episode where we are going to be sharing with you the number one cause of energy leaking from your life and particularly the thing that is causing your manifestation and creation energy to leak away and reduce and slow down and perhaps some of you even completely block your capacity to create the things in your life that you're wanting to experience. So be sure to tune in for another fascinating episode and we would love you to follow us and leave a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on because that really also does help other people find this so that we can all together be melting those ice cubes and creating more light, connection and joy in the world. So lots of love. Bye for now.